Thanks for tuning in to the Faith Out Front podcast presented by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We truly hope you enjoy part one of our exciting interview with Lisa Sebastian, former Ohio State women's basketball player. Tune in for the exciting conclusion to this interview and enjoy the Faith Out Front podcast. Lisa, you continue to be such a humble vessel. I remember being there that day and I would say it was a slam dunk in terms of what was delivered that, at that prison. And I know you had a lot of people to Noble's Point cheering you on at Ohio State, especially as you're playing in the Final Four against Cheryl Swoops and all that. But I got to think to be able to connect with other sisters in Christ, many of them that were there that day at that prison, the reward of that is far greater than any championship trophy you'd ever be blessed to have, which then leads to this. I mean, we're the fellowship of Christian athletes, right? The Christian, the athletes, uh, that makes sense. Sometimes the fellowship piece, uh, that's how does that get itself played out? And you've been very blessed to be able to be engaged with FCA as a former board member. You shared the other day with the devotionals that you participate in. And then this real warrior challenge where you and other sisters in Christ are really helping to sharpen each other, which is not an FCA initiative, but it certainly is a blessing to help you have rich fellowship with other women in Christ. Can you share a little bit about how FCA has impacted you and still impacts you? And then talk about this Real Warrior Initiative, because I'm sure our listening audience would want to learn more. Absolutely, Robert. Well, it was such a gift to be on the board of the FCA and to serve with you. Uh, that was an introduction to me. I know for years and years and years, when you're an athlete, everyone thinks that you'll make the best coach in the world, right? So I was asked to coach many times. And at the time, I never felt I would be a good coach. And I tried to explain that to people. You know, I, I'm not really great with the X's and O's. I kind of know the point guard position, but I just stuck to what I needed to do. I was a rule follower, pretty much not going to be able to tell you what everybody else was doing. And it's amazing for someone to look at you. You, you just, I mean, I felt like they, they weren't seeing clearly because they would say, but you went to Ohio State. How could you not be the best coach in the world? You played for Ohio State. But the point was, when I played, I didn't have God in my life. So you see, I was all individual. And at the time that they were asking me to coach, I wasn't going to put, I didn't know this, but I wasn't going to be putting uh, the players ahead of myself. I was probably going to be on the sideline, self-absorbed about thinking, gosh, I better present, we better win. We better, you know, not really even considering these children that I would be guiding at that point. So it's hard for people to understand that Sometimes what you're seeing is not exactly, you know, uh, it's not necessarily uh, the total truth because a lot of us are really good actors, right? So the FCA was a fantastic opportunity for me to serve in a way that I connected with athletics. Okay, so that side of athletics, not necessarily the physical and the X's and the O's, but what are the life skills that someone gains by playing sports and what impact what impact can a coach have on a player and i had known at that point where i joined fca that although it wasn't a coach a spiritual coach of mine changed my whole life god speaking through that individual changed my whole life so when i heard about fca i thought i know it's possible i know it's possible for lives to be changed through sport and i want everything to do and to be a part of FCA. And it did not disappoint doing amazing things. And Robert, at you coming back on board and uh, the things that you're doing are just amazing. Um, 
you know, to serve all of those youth in sports and, and uh, you know, the coaches as well. And also, as far as the new fellowship with the Real Warrior Challenge, uh, which your lovely wife, Leah, is a part of, this uh, women's fellowship is unbelievable, led by uh, and sort of, uh, you know, started by Valerie Gall, who is a powerhouse, by the way. So I'm sure at some point you'll be interviewing her. She's an unbelievable woman of faith, and she's doing great things. Uh, so we're doing a 21-day challenge. The second challenge just began today for 21 days, and it's building habits uh, that will bring us closer to Jesus, right? So we're building habits. We're getting in the Word every day. We're connecting with one another and we're uh, communicating on a regular basis and holding each other accountable for our walk. And so that it's, it's amazing. Um, all the information is up at, uh, if I put a little plug in, realwarriorchallenge.com, I would recommend it, ladies. It, uh, breakthroughs are happening. Breakthroughs are happening. God is good. God is good for sure. And I would just say your very kind words, and I know nobles will ask the next question, but it's the team first, right? And when you said what you did, it just resonated in so many levels that as we come to Christ, it's not about us. It's about serving others and giving them a platform. And I appreciate the kind words, but I would say people like Nobles Darby the Fourth, who's on this as our co-host, he is the reason amongst others that FCA is flourishing. So just appreciate the heart of what you shared. It's others first and you reflect that well. Nobles? Yeah, absolutely. Lisa, I love um, what you just talked about with the Real Woman Warrior Challenge. And before I ask you this next question, I got to ask this question. Um, we just talked about, um, you know, the, the Real Warrior uh, Challenge, but I'm sure you were in, embroiled in some real battles at Ohio State. And so can you just share with our listeners probably maybe, uh, maybe two or three individuals that you really, you know, enjoy playing against? you know, who you really did battle, you know, against while you were at Ohio State. And then I'll proceed with the follow-up question after that. Well, thank you, Nobles. Absolutely. Um, there were some notables, and I'll tell you a little bit of the experience at the final four and the final game. Uh, and, and you'll recognize a name when I mention that uh, we were playing against Texas Tech and I'll never forget, uh, the warm-ups went well. I was thrilled that we were in Atlanta in the Omni and, you know, Teammates and I couldn't have been on a bigger high. We were we had worked so hard to get there, and our coach uh, had worked so hard to get us to where we were. And I can remember being pretty relaxed in the warm-ups. Uh, I don't know how many fans were in the stands, but probably the biggest that I had ever played in. And then I remember when we uh, when we stood for the national anthem, and then when they announced the starters. And I can remember a little weakness, a little weakness in the knees, and. Up to that point, I had always thought, I want to play. I want to. I was not in the starting lineup, and, and rightfully so, as you can hear my feeling as I was standing there, the, the coach chose well. So all I could think of was, maybe at that time I was praying, and I was praying that the point guards ahead of me did not get injured or did not start having a bad game because I thought, I really want to play, and this is what I've worked for, but I am scared. I am really, really scared. I just want to win this thing. I don't, I think that was one of the times where I thought, I don't even care if I see the floor. I just want us to do well. So uh, at any rate, um, I did get out on the floor. 
uh, coach was kind enough to uh, get all of us in there, especially the seniors. It was my senior year. So I got out there for a few minutes and I had an opportunity. We were probably playing a triangle and two or a box and one, I don't know, on um, Cheryl Swoops. So there's a name for you. So I'm not sure if it was 44 out of the 47 points she had, but I witnessed it as I put my hand in her face and I turned around for the block out and bam, nothing but net. So saw her up close and personal and uh, unbelievable player. And another player and a player from our team that you might be familiar with, Katie Smith. So Katie was a freshman when I was a senior and when she came to practice, I will never forget the first practice with Katie Smith. It was as if, you know, we were kind of playing with someone completely on a different level, but you wouldn't have known it, right? She, her work ethic and her habits and just what you talk about when you talk about great players like that. And she really made it a point um, to make everyone around her a better player. And she did it by her actions. She didn't talk a lot, in fact. And it was just that you wanted to be like her, her demeanor, her attitude. So I'm going to guess a woman of God, right? So I, you know, it was just, what does she have? What does she have that we don't, besides a skill set that was over the top, but something other, that, that intangible piece. And um, she made everyone, when she walked in the gym, she made everyone a better person and a better player just by who she was. And then she went on for an unbelievable career in the WNBA, and I see she's coached. And so those are two notables that um, for me to step on the floor in any capacity with those outstanding women, and they're outstanding women first and athletes second. And I am sure I can say that about Cheryl Swoops. I didn't know her personally, but I watched her career after that. And I, and I feel real comfortable saying that. Uh, so I'm grateful for that time to uh, stand alongside those ladies, some unbelievable women. No, that's, that's, that's awesome, Lisa. You know, like you said, it's, it's not every day that you get to see once in a generation talents and let alone be on the same floor with them. Um, and, and, you know, it's a familiar saying I heard growing up when guys would just go off, hey, Tonight was just their night. What, 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 what <laughs> well, it, she it, had a it, night. Yeah. <laughs> it was meant for her to go out and hit 47 that night. You know, it's a, what are you going to do? It was just her night. But yes. that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that with us just to put, you know, some things into perspective because, you know, you were, as much as you were, you know, trying to explore your relationship with Christ, you still were an athlete that played at the highest level. And I think it's important to also highlight that because it's a lot that can be learned within those four lines that we can apply to our faith as well. Which leads me to that follow-up question, Lisa. Um, would there be any words of, of wisdom, any words of encouragement, um, anything you'd like to share with whether it be coaches, athletes, um, FCA teammates and partners, um, board members, potential donors? Um, are there any words of advice or wisdom that you'd like to offer to them listening right now as it pertains to one, your relationship with Jesus Christ, and then also to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes as well? Well, that's a great question, Nobles. I guess I would say, um, I would say for all of those individuals in their walk daily to make sure that they're focused on getting the lineup right, okay? And I would say that that lineup needs to, needs to be God first. And so that makes decisions 
following that uh, fairly certain so God and family and then career so so as you're teaching or as you're thinking of investing and contributing to FCA what comes to mind first what are you doing you know does God or money come first they always ask that right you know what is in your heart and to know uh, how it how it aligns and what the lineup is in your life and to keep the priorities sort uh, straight and I think for coaches especially um, to to check themselves on the regular and to, uh, as parents do to understand that these children are watching your walk and there's a responsibility and the responsibility is not to win games that's going to come as an ancillary benefit of doing God's work. You see, the victories come when you're doing God's work and you don't even have to worry about them. They're just absolutely going to come. And when I learn that, and you learn that in business as well, uh, you know, when, when there's proper alignment and when, when God is first and when your decisions are based on um, knowing who you are and where you come from, everything else seems to fall into place. It almost seems like those smaller decisions, how, what should I say here, what should I, you don't need to know. You need to let God come through you and he will say what needs to be said, when it needs to be said and how it needs to be said. And I, I would just encourage coaches to strengthen their walk and in strengthening their walk, and they'll strengthen all around, we're, we're in this together, and we do have a responsibility within ourselves. We're not on an individual journey, but the way we help others, in my opinion, the way we help others is um, by strengthening our own personal walk and then letting that be shared with the rest of the world, courageously, I might add, because some people aren't gonna wanna hear about your walk or see your walk, um, but it doesn't mean that you put your head down, it means you stand up for you know, for, for who you serve. Amen and amen. Well, I'll tell you what, Lisa, that'll preach right there. Uh, you got an amen out of Nobles. <laughs> I don't and I, know. For sure. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, I, and I would say as we wrap up and Nobles will bring us home, uh, Lisa, just knowing you through the years, you walk the walk and you also talk the talk. So you do both. And as you were sharing, I definitely consider you a Colossians 3.23 woman. Everything you do, you do as if unto the Lord. And you do it with a high standard of excellence, including even this interview. You would think you'd be traveling the country doing these kind of interviews, Lisa. I'll tell you what, we'd love to have you back. And, and just want to say thanks for putting your faith out front. Thank you for you continuing to put your faith out front. And what a blessing you are to our Northeast Ohio community. God bless you. Praise God, Robert. And thank you to you and Nobles for taking the time today. And it's really been a true blessing to spend time with all of you. And I hope this will happen again. Absolutely. Lisa, it was our pleasure. You were a phenomenal um, interviewee. Thank you for all the powerful stories that you shared. Um, we pray God's continue best over you and your family, your business, all that he's called you to do. Um, and we pray all of you, our listeners, took something powerful away from this interview that will help you to bring your faith out front so that others will see the Jesus Christ in you as well. Thank you all for tuning in. For Robert Kylo, I am Nobles Darby the Fourth. This has been Faith Out Front Podcast presented by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. God bless you.